So as former President Trump and others get ready to turn themselves in at the Fulton County Jail in Georgia, 30 other unnamed co-conspirators remain unindicted. CNN has identified one of those as Boris Epstein, the man who served as former President Trump's legal gatekeeper. Epstein gave direction to lawyers and others who were charged for their efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And our John Miller explains why he may have avoided indictment for now. I'm happy to share all of the information about the overwhelming amount of fraud that happened in the 2020 election in Arizona, in Wisconsin, and Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Boris Epstein, a key voice in Donald Trump's inner circle, falsely claiming that the 2020 election was stolen. Making America great again. A Russian-born former investment banker who serves as one of Donald Trump's closest advisors, he was prominent in the push to get around the Electoral College with a pro-Trump slate of what prosecutors say were fraudulent electors. Yes, I was part of the process to make sure there were alternate electors for when, as we hoped, the challenges to the seated electors would be heard and would be successful. When Trump lawyers, led by Rudy Giuliani, called a press conference to claim massive election fraud, Epstein was there with them. And Boris Epstein. And he was in court when Donald Trump was indicted in New York. But unlike many others who were directly involved in Trump's attempt to overturn the 2020 election, Epstein has not been charged with any crimes related to the scheme. He has, however, been identified by CNN as unindicted co-conspirator individual three, in the Georgia indictment. Does that tell us anything about Boris Epstein? What it does tell us is that in the view of the prosecutor, the person they've labeled as co-conspirator was part of this crime, was in on it, and does have some potential criminal liability. The fact that Epstein was not charged has caused some in the Trump camp to wonder, is he cooperating against Donald Trump or others? He could certainly have flipped and could be providing testimony against other witnesses. Something to consider, though, is that we weren't in the grand jury room and we simply don't know what evidence they were provided. And they simply might not have evidence that they that prosecutors know they could get into court to ultimately bring charges against him. Boris Epstein did not return an email we sent with a list of questions about this story. His attorney, Todd Blanche, who incidentally is also the criminal attorney for Donald Trump, answered our email with a no comment. That is so interesting. Yeah. Do you think we'll learn more about more of these unnamed folks? I think we will, but the thing that puts Boris Epstein kind of ahead of other unindicted co-conspirators is uh, there are people who reported directly to him. An example is Mike Romans, who did field operations uh, during the, the, the attempt to get... Um, people on this alternate elector's ballot right. who were charged in the case, and people above him, Donald Trump. So thus the question, um, what is coming for him, if anything? Testified in the grand jury in Atlanta, spent two days with the special prosecutor in Washington answering questions there, mentioned 17 times in the January 6th committee report, but so far not a defendant in either one of these cases. All right, very interesting. John Miller, thank you. Thanks. Former President Trump is set to head to Georgia to be arrested for the fourth time. And sources tell CNN he is planning to turn himself in tonight at the Fulton County Jail to face another round of felony charges. Trump and 18 co-defendants accused of engaging in a criminal enterprise to overturn his election loss in the state. Well, the deadline to surrender is noon Eastern tomorrow. Half of Trump's alleged co-conspirators have already turned themselves in. These are the mugshots.
including Trump's longtime ally, Rudy Giuliani, who was once known as America's mayor, a former U.S. attorney who prosecuted mafia bosses. The sheriff says Giuliani was booked and fingerprinted at the jail just like everybody else. So we have full team coverage. Sarah Murray standing outside the Fulton County Jail. Caitlin Poland at the Fulton County Courthouse. Let's start with Kristen Holmes. She's in Bedminster, New Jersey. That's where Trump is now before he heads to Georgia. And you have some news just breaking on Trump's legal team there. That's right, Poppy. Trump, right ahead of the surrender, is replacing his top Georgia lawyer. Drew Finley had been handling most of Trump's legal activity in the state of Georgia. Now they have brought on a new Atlanta-based criminal defense attorney named Stephen Sadow. Now, we did have a statement from Sadow saying, I have been retained to represent President Trump in the Fulton County, Georgia case. The president should never have been indicted. He is innocent of all the charges brought against him. Then Sadow continues in saying, we look forward to the case being dismissed or, if necessary, an unbiased, open-minded jury finding the president not guilty. This is a last-minute switch-up here of his Georgia legal team. Just hours before, he is set to go to that jail to surrender, to be processed. Uh, and it really goes to show that they are trying to take this seriously. We know that this is something uh, that Donald Trump has been fixated on, this case in particular, these charges in particular, him talking about this publicly and privately. Now, I spoke to a number of Trump sources who said that this was not about Finling's behavior in any way. It was not about his performance. They also noted that Sadow is the best criminal defense attorney in Atlanta. But, of course, this is still a breaking story, and we are trying to get all the details here of how this came to be. Well, thank you for the breaking news. Bring us more when you have it. Kristen Holmes. Joining us now, Sarah Murray outside the Fulton County Jail and Caitlin Polance outside the Fulton County Courthouse. Sarah, we'll start with you. Uh, historic day, another one. What are you seeing outside the jail? It is a historic day, and, you know, this is going to be the first time that Donald Trump actually has to turn himself into a jail. In the past, we've seen him processed in these courthouse facilities. This is going to be different. We've already seen a couple of Trump supporters out here with flags this morning. But as the hour draws closer, as we get closer to this evening when Donald Trump is expected to appear, obviously there's going to be a lockdown at the jail. We're going to see more security around here. We're expecting that he's going to get the full security treatment, ferrying him from the airport to this jail where he will be processed. Now, again, for a normal defendant here at the Fulton County Jail, this is a process that could take hours and hours. That is, of course, not expected to be the case for the former president. Normal defendants are searched. They go through a medical screening. They are fingerprinted. They have a mugshot taken. It's not clear that Donald Trump is going to have to go through all of those steps. You know, there are other high-profile defendants, for instance, who don't get searched. And even though the sheriff here has said all of the defendants in this case are going to be treated the same, they're going to get a mugshot, they're going to be fingerprinted, Trump has not had a mugshot in any of his three previous arrests. So we're, of course, waiting to see if that's actually how this plays out here today, guys. All right, Caitlin, over at the courthouse, uh, let's not forget that there are 18 co-defendants there in Georgia. What do we know about the others who have surrendered and who's still out there? A lot of people... We are, we are still waiting to see more of these defendants. There are a lot of people in this case. About half of them have turned themselves into the jail by this point to be arrested, to be processed, to have those mugshots taken. The three yesterday uh, that were quite notable and recognizable to many in the American public because they had been out there sowing disinformation on behalf of the former president, that would be Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Jenna Ellis, all lawyers who were working for Trump after the election. They now have their mugshots taken. 
taken. They have been arrested. They have been fingerprinted. They have their bond agreements. Rudy Giuliani actually yesterday went to a bail bondsman, uh, essentially to get the loan to pay, uh, to put up his, his bond terms uh, for the court system. And so he was able to be released. They all have been released. But as we await Donald Trump to come into town and to also be arrested, we are waiting for two other very recognizable figures in American politics. Jeffrey Clark, the Justice Department official uh, who had been wanting to or had been considered by Donald Trump to become the attorney general to try and overturn the Georgia vote, the popular vote after the election. He has not had his bond terms released if he has had them negotiated. He's not been arrested yet. Mark Meadows, the chief of staff from the White House, nor has he. And with these two men, they were trying to hold off their arrest. And a judge yesterday came in and said, no, that's not going to be possible. Your date, your deadline to surrender is noon on Friday. So we're waiting to see what happens with those two figures. Kaylin Polans at the courthouse, Sarah Murray at the jail. Thank you both.